Well, hey friend, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Quick question for you. Have you ever wondered how much you should include your faith into your business? It's a common question that I get a lot and it's one that can be kind of hard to navigate, but we're going to dive into it today. I'm going to give you three questions to ask yourself so that you can figure this out. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Ever feel like life is passing you by? Do you want to have a purpose-filled business that lights you up? Do you keep procrastinating and putting your dreams on the back burner? When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt ready or qualified. After I had a session with a coach that totally shifted my perspective, everything changed for me. Hi, I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mama, mindset coach, and daughter of the king. And I'm here to tell you that your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of fear and perfectionism and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. On this podcast, you'll learn how to renew your mind, get clarity on your purpose, and make confident decisions so you can walk out your faith with focus and consistency to finally create the freedom you want in your life and business. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. When I started my mobile personal training business over a decade ago, I didn't even think about how much of my faith, how much of my Christianity I was going to bring into my business. It literally was not even a consideration or a thought in my mind. I was never secretive about the fact that I was a Christian. I never you know, hid anything about it. It just really was a non-issue, even though I trained believers, I trained non-believers. It was just never really something that came up or that I really thought about that much. However, when I transitioned from personal training to life coaching, things changed. As a life coach, we were really digging into issues of worthiness and perfectionism and self-sabotage and kind of these deeper concepts and I found that with my clients that weren't Christians there were certain times and certain things where as a coach I knew I could help them. I knew I could help them feel better and I could give them strategies and tools and mindset shifts but at the same time I knew that I couldn't give them what they really needed which was Jesus. At the same time, I had this professional boundary that I wanted to maintain. It came to the point that I felt like I couldn't be in integrity by telling people I was going to give them life coaching tools and give them mindset strategies and things like that and then bring them in and then introduce my personal faith beliefs into the conversation. And yet it also didn't feel right to know how much someone could benefit from knowing Jesus and not tell them about it because of kind of this professional boundary. So 
<laughs> while it wasn't even an issue, didn't even think about it, didn't even cross my mind whenever I was in my personal training business, now in my life coaching business, it was now an issue that I had to address. And I remember this one client that I was training that was not a believer. And as we were talking, I used the word grace and she didn't know what I was talking about. She, she literally stopped me and said, what do you mean? Do you mean grace? Like you're graceful, like you are able to move, you know, elegantly or refine in a refined way. And I explained to her that I was referencing grace, meaning unmerited favor and we talked a little bit about what that meant, but it was a term that she was really unfamiliar with. And so in this way, um, while I was able to help her at the same time, it was almost like we were speaking in some ways, two different languages. As I started thinking about it more, I just thought, how can I leave Jesus, the ultimate life coach out of my coaching? That's also around the time that I started to realize how secular the life coaching space is. I had learned all of these powerful coaching tools that were helping me to renew my mind and to take my thoughts captive and to understand my thoughts, feelings, behavior, and everything on such a deeper level. And yet it seemed like the power of Jesus and the amazing truth that we learn in scripture was separate from it. And I just thought about how amazingly transformative it would be if they went together because the tools that I learned in life coaching were helping me to walk out my faith and actually do the things that I am called to do in scripture. Of course, the one that we talk about on this podcast a lot is taking your thoughts captive. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. And you may wonder, like, do I still coach non-Christians? And the answer is yes, absolutely I do. But now I feel like it is an integrity because they know where I'm coming from and they know what they're signing up for whenever we work together. The vast majority of my clients are Christians, and the beauty of that situation is that I can go deep with them in their faith. Regardless of how much of your personal faith you decide to put into your business, whether you put scripture on your website or whether you're explicit about it being a kingdom business, um, no matter about that, being an entrepreneur in general gives us such an opportunity to grow in our faith because we have to step out of our comfort zone. College is calling us to create something that hasn't been created. It's such an opportunity to trust him and grow spiritually. And so being able to work with Christian entrepreneurs specifically gives me the ability to not only help them in their business, in their life, in practical ways, but I also get to help them grow and walk out their faith. So much fun. But this isn't about me and necessarily how I came to put my faith into my business. This is about you figuring out how much of your faith or how you want to incorporate your faith into your business. And so my first point that I want to share with you is that ultimately this is between you and God. 
There is no specific rule. It's not like there's a thing where, you know, it's like you need to put this much, (laughs) this much God, this much faith, this much scripture in your business. You need, you know, this much. No, none of that. None of that. There are no rules. Except that you want to make sure that you are acting in obedience to Christ. In my first business, I had zero like faith stuff in my business. Zero. And now in this business, I have much, much more. I think that both of those are great because in both of those situations, I was acting in obedience to Christ. I didn't feel convicted in any way to include my faith in my personal training business. It literally never crossed my mind. Whereas with my life coaching business, I knew that I needed to incorporate God into it in order to be in integrity. So you can see how both of those situations, I'm the same person, I'm the same Christian, but in both of those situations, the result of how much of my Christianity was expressed through my business outwardly, you know, for the world to see was quite different. So this really is between you and God. My guess is you are already praying about this. If you're not, for sure start praying about it. But if you are, you will get the answer that you need. And so I'm going to walk you through a few things today to think about to help you. The first question I want you to ask yourself is, why am I thinking about this? Why am I wondering this? One thing I have seen whenever people ask about this, especially on Facebook threads in some of the Christian entrepreneur communities I'm in, I will see this question. It comes up a lot. And a lot of times it's accompanied by a qualifier that's like, you know, I feel bad for even asking this of how much of my faith I should incorporate into my business. Is is this even okay to ask? And of course it's okay to ask, but you also want to ask, why am I asking this? And I say that because that can tell you a lot about what's going on. In my situation with my life coaching business, I was asking that question and coming to the realization that maybe I should be incorporating more of my faith because I felt like I was out of integrity by not doing it. And I recognized that it was the way that I could serve my clients the absolute best. But there, of course, are other reasons for it to come up. Maybe you're seeing somebody else that is in a similar space as you, or maybe even a totally different space. And because they are, you know, putting their faith front and center and they have scripture all over everything and they are only serving Christians, maybe you feel like you should too. Is it coming from that outside influence of watching other people do something and thinking, well, maybe I should do that? It can be super helpful for you to just think about what prompted this question to even come up in your mind. The next question you are going to ask yourself is, what are all my thoughts around this? Friend, this is where you are going to capture those thoughts on paper. You want to write down all the thoughts. Do you think that putting your faith front and center and putting it out there more is going to help you get more clients, make more money? Or do you think the opposite? Do you think it's going to make it where you repel clients or don't serve as many people? Are you concerned that it's going to make people judge you? Now, you probably think that whenever I say that, people judging you that you're, you know, are non-Christians going to judge you? But I have to tell you, whenever I very clearly knew that I needed to incorporate more of my faith into my business, I was scared that other Christians were going to judge me. You know, I am an amateur when it comes to the Bible. 
What if I say something wrong? Or what if my potty mouth slips out during the podcast? I am not a perfect person at all. I am full of flaws. And so, of course, my brain came up with, well, you know, if you say that you are for Christian entrepreneurs and you're not, like, perfect, well, then they're probably going to judge you for it. Hmm. Side note, I also believe that one of the things I'm called to do is to help people let go of perfectionism. And so here I am, friends, flaws and all. But anyway, what are your thoughts behind it? That gives you some ideas. Those are some of the most common ones is, you know, your thoughts about how it's going to affect your business, how it's going to affect you, how you're going to be perceived, not wanting to exclude anyone. And I'm sure there are also other thoughts that you have that, you know, I haven't mentioned here. Put them all down on paper. You want to make sure that you look at all of them because these are the things that are going on in your head. As you look at these thoughts, I want you to really zero in on the ones that you have that are based on fear and doubt. We are told over and over and over in the Bible not to fear. It is one of the most (laughs) hammered points in the scriptures is to not fear. And so whenever we have something that we're fearful of or that we have fear around, that should be a red flag to us that, hey, this is something I need to look at a little bit closer. And so I want you to ask yourself for those things that you can tell are coming from a place of fear or doubt, ask yourself, what would I do if I didn't have this fear? What would I do if I didn't feel doubtful or so uncertain about this? Colossians 3.23 in the Amplified Version says, Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul. That is, put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. Ultimately, whatever we do, it needs to be for the Lord and not for how we look to other people. So once you have taken your thoughts captive, once you have really looked at them, examined them, you know, analyzed your motivation behind them, then just take some time to get really still with God, really still, and just ask him, Lord, what would please you the most? What do you want me to do? My mentor, Stephanie Gass, who is going to be on my podcast next week, which is so exciting. Um, You know, she talks about making God the CEO of your business, and she's actually the first one that I've heard say that, and I love it. Whenever I heard it, I was like, yes, it's a different approach, and it's something that I hadn't done before, and now it's something that I am working on and practicing, because in order for God to be the CEO of your business, you have to be in communication with him. You have to be um, you have to be walking with him. And I have found that the the more that I draw near to God, the more that I stay in his word, the more that I am, you know, seeking his will over my own, the more clarity I have, as well as more peace and patience. So just to recap, if you are struggling with knowing how much of your faith to to put into your business, The first thing is examine where that question even came from or where that concern even came from. Um, That can be really helpful. The next thing, take your thoughts captive onto paper, really examine them, 
ask yourself what is the motivation or feeling behind each one and especially you want to take a look at the ones that are coming from a place of fear and doubt and then ask yourself what would I do if I didn't have this fear what would I do if I didn't have this doubt and that will give you some clarity if you haven't yet joined my Facebook group mindset support for Christian entrepreneurs please head over to Facebook or you can just find the link down in the description and join. It is free and it is a great place to connect with like-minded Christian female entrepreneurs that are transforming their mindsets so that they can bring the goals and dreams that God has laid on their heart into fruition. So head over to Facebook and join today. Once again, that is Mindset Support for Christian Entrepreneurs. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon.